0: I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
1: Hi Christopher, I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry.
0: A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Isn't Batman the Beatles? The mean the dog, ant. Life finds a way. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. <coughs> Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shake and not start. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Frank. Tim's not here, but I'm happy to say that joining me is our good friend, Kelsey, from Hate Watch with us. Hi there. Hey, howdy, hey. Welcome back to Beer with Geeks. Thanks. Excited to be here. Yeah, uh, Tim is taking a little, a uh, little break, a little vacation. He's, uh, he's getting married, uh, so we're going to be having some, some friends join the show. And uh, I thought, who better to kick us off than Kelsey? Now, Kelsey, you've been technically been on Beer with Geeks before when we did our holiday special uh, yes. a couple of years ago. We watched the, the uh, Star Wars uh holiday special so you and you and kirstie were, were were both on the show then but this is your first solo outing on beer with geeks so welcome
1: thank you welcome to the show <laughs>
0: um are you drinking a beer tonight i am what do you How got could i
1: not be if i'm I, on beer with geeks
0: i'm so glad to hear you say that yeah what do you what do you, what do you got
1: i have a trillium past present pretzel past
0: present Present pretzel. It's a
1: little I, bit of a tongue twister there.
0: I actually don't know that. I know Trillium, but I don't know that specific one. Past present pretzel. What are we looking at here?
1: It's an IPA, and I think it was a limited release. And mm. the can said something about how the grain, the spent grain, was being brought to a mill in Lynn and they were going to make pretzels out of it.
0: That's so cool. I love <laughs> that. Oh. That's cool. Okay, so that's kind of like Harpoon does at, at yeah. their brewery. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pretzels they serve at, at the Harpoon Brewery are made from their spent grain. That's really neat. Okay, cool. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. So what do you got over
0: there? Uh, I'm I'm drinking a new one, uh, also an IPA. This is a Genteel Brewing Company Divergent IPA. Mm. Um, I had never seen this before, and it popped up at my local... Uh, I've got a little... A tiny little shop uh, here in town that sells some interesting, like, craft beer and, and interesting wine and stuff. So I'll pop in there every once in a while and make myself a little, like, variety six-pack. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, this one. So this is actually, a, oh, this is super local to me. Uh, Genteel Brewing uh, Divergent IPA out of, out of Beverly, Mass. <laughs> so this is, wow. like, really close to me. Um, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's actually really, really um, smooth. And really kind of it's kind of like floral and sweet. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm liking it. this. Is my first time trying it right now on the air, so I'm I'm enjoying this.
1: Glad we really stayed within our radiuses with our brewery
0: choices. Yeah, really. We both <laughs> Massachusetts uh local local Bruce. Nice. Yeah. Right on. So there is a uh, pantheon of great, great TV shows uh that are like classic can watch him over and over again can binge him anytime uh and w- one show that you and i both share a great love of is uh is parks and rec
1: sure is
0: oh my god i how i love that show um and and you were just talking recently over on hate watch with us uh you did an amazing episode and i'll, I'll throw that in the show notes about um about Shit's creek another delightful show another delightful show uh for for these are modern times and yes. i i i loved that episode and i loved something that you said in that episode about schitt's creek uh if you haven't watched schitt's creek by the way uh it please please check it especially if you like shows like uh like parks and rec uh it you you owe yourself a, a shot at, at watching schitt's creek it's so 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 fun mm-hmm. um but uh you pointed out something about sort of the, and I'll, 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 I can't do justice to it. So I'll, I'll let you make your own point, but you, you made an observation about the similarities between the, the, the casts of, of the two shows.
1: Yeah. I th- think if I remember right, uh, I was talking about how it's not just the main characters that make the show, but it's the accurateness of the portrayals of all of the little um minor characters that come up in like the town meetings or interactions in public spaces that bring those towns to life.
0: Yeah. And I, I, that really like resonated with me. Cause I was, I've always loved parks and rec and, and you know, the main reason I love it is like how much heart the show has and how much the character, the main characters all love each other and how they are like, you know, a, a found family for one mm-hmm. another. But, but you, really struck a chord with me when you said that because it's it's so true that part of the like yes the heart of the show is is very sweet and it's really nice how how those characters love each other but what but really what makes it in some ways the funniest is just the wackiness and zaniness of those characters and just how true to life they are but how Mm -hmm. how they're like caricatures of of true life right um so I, i we thought it would be fun to have a chat about some of those crazy side characters and, and, you know, the things we love about them, Uh, because there are just so many, so many crazy secondary characters, and maybe another day we'll talk about the, uh, the main characters even, but I think this is kind of a more (laughs) fun conversation to start with, (laughs) because it, it, there's just, there's just so much, so much gold to, to dig through. Um, So where, where do we want to begin? We want to begin with, with the, the plentiful TV personalities, who do we, or, or, or the friends of, of the main characters, where should we start?
1: Ooh, I think we should definitely start at Pawnee Public Access.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: <laughs> um, so I guess I'm, I'm going to call out my favorite, Joan Calamezzo.
0: Joan Calamezzo. Oh, my God. What a piece of work. <laughs>
1: she's a piece of work she
0: really is i i love uh i love how she uh i love her her uh, recurring relationship with tom mm-hmm. uh how he's he's like the joan whisperer and can just get no get <laughs> leslie on her show whenever he needs to
1: well i kind of suspect everyone knows a joan
0: oh my god that's so true I'm like like I, it's not
1: a flattering thing necessarily, I, but everyone knows a Joan.
0: Everybody knows, everybody knows a Joan. Yeah, yeah, we've all got one in our life.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite episode with her is when she comes back from the cruise. I think mm-hmm. and Ron's on her show, and then he has to run the show because she passes out. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he starts taking. He starts taking calls yeah. and like answering questions about how to cook a steak or whatever mm-hmm. like
1: <laughs> he's like and this is how you make a table
0: right 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 oh god it's so good it's so so, so good. good i love that episode i i love the episode where um oh i forget what they're trying to do but like tom and ben take her out to like brunch or, or lunch or something and they're trying mm-hmm. to they're trying to convince her to do you remember the circumstances they're trying to convince her to like not run a piece on leslie or something and she gets drunk and and they have to bring her back to her house and her house is just covered in like <laughs> yes. nude portraits of herself like yep. oil paintings mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, it's a good one
1: she's
0: great joan calamezzo oh america's greatest pawnee
1: yeah, and she's like not too slimy. She's just the right amount of slimy. Exactly. You can't really hate her.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you gotta love her. You know, she's she's terrible journalist, but but she's a delight.
1: <laughs> she is.
0: Oh, it's great. Uh she's great. And uh I also love you know, it's in a similar vein. I love Perd Hapley.
1: I love Perd Hapley. Gotta love Perd. <laughs>
0: you heard with Perd.
1: <laughs> I feel like he's become a tone you take on the internet
0: yes that is very <laughs> the statement you've just said is true <laughs> which is why i'm laughing
1: it's so great i feel like the only other person or personality that's been able to do that in recent years has been like the narrator on arrested development
0: yeah that's so true that's so true yeah absolutely
1: but i like Perd better
0: uh, yeah i mean pert is just Oh his <laughs> his delivery is just is consistent and reliable and you can you can just you can always count on Perd. You can always count on Perd <laughs> to, to give you a good laugh. Like anytime he's on the screen, you know it's gonna be a good time. Mm-hmm. Um and it's kind of a it's kind of a trip when you know the actor um he does a lot of like bit parts on lots of lots of TV shows, usually as usually as like a news broadcaster. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 funny because, like, he'll, uh, he was, like, in, uh, like, season one of Supergirl, actually, just in the background, being like, really oh, Supergirl saves the day, blah, 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 whatever. And not not in the P.E.R.D. character, but it's still him. So I'm like, ah, it's P.E.R.D.! <laughs> I know. Ah! It
1: right. is very jarring when you see it. You're like, oh, absolutely. why are you here?
0: <laughs> absolutely. It is absolutely very, very jarring. And, like, it it, it kind of takes you out of whatever you're watching. And it's like, oh, it's, ah, here we go. <laughs>
1: He's great. Well, moving from cable news to public radio, this is a little further out there. <laughs> but I do love their faux NPR hosts.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Um, August Clementine and Derry Murbles are yes. their names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about them. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. man.
1: Talk about on the nose. They are just they are <laughs> spectacular.
0: Note perfect. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Note perfect. Uh, I'm I mean, and like August Clementine played by uh one of my very favorites, mm-hmm. John Hodgman. I love 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 John Hodgman, and like I can't I can't think of someone better to play a freaking like <laughs> fake NPR host with his like oh. Uh, with the hair and the mustache and everything and his little, little cup of tea in front of him. It's just, it's fantastic.
1: It's great. Oh. Someone had a little bit of a beef with NPR over there on the Parks and Rec Writers room and I love it.
0: Clearly, clearly. <laughs> and I love that, that Hodgman was like along for the ride, you know? Oh, yeah. He was just like, yeah, let's do this. Oh, and <sighs> Wom- County Public Radio.
1: Who's on your list? Who else do you got?
0: Um. Well i want to give this this just came up uh recently (laughs) because uh i was watching snl and um paul rudd uh was uh was hosting uh the finale and uh it made me think i was playing it i forget which politician he was playing at one in one sketch but it made me think of bobby newport
1: he's a classic
0: a classic an absolute classic bobby newport (laughs)
1: He's also, like, more layered than they let on.
0: It's true.
1: I really like what they did with his character over time.
0: Yeah, because, like, he almost, he almost starts to become, like, self-aware at a certain point. Like, yeah. he starts to realize, like, oh, I'm not good at this.
1: He's, he becomes a human. He helps Leslie achieve what she deserves to achieve. Correct. And you still get to poke fun at him for, for being, you know... Kind
0: of a tool.
1: Kind of a tool.
0: Yeah. (laughs) To be to be kind. Um yeah, and like he has found that he needed to go to space. You know, being being a Playboy, (laughs) he he had he had other responsibilities like going to space. So I, you know, I I respect that about him. (laughs) Sure. Bobby Newport.
1: (laughs) You do that very very
0: well. Love it, love it, love it so much.
1: Well, Hmm. One of my favorites is Barney Varman, the accountant.
0: Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's, who's he always shouting out? It's like Ted. Is that the person he's always
1: like? I believe so. Ted. Yeah. <laughs> come in here. Ted, come listen to what Ben said. I've noticed that on all of Mike Schur's shows, he has an
0: accountant. Oh, my God god you're wait okay yes there's barney (laughs) there's there's the accountant on on the good place Mm -hmm. there were definitely
1: accountants on the
0: office plenty on the office i'm trying to think on uh, brooklyn Brooklyn 99
1: i don't know if they've had an accountant encounter yet i
0: bet there's been some accountant like or oh i don't know i don't know i there there must be
1: I'm going to have to look into this. But for now, I'm spreading rumors that he has beef with accountants. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that <laughs> seems... I'm going to use my one lookup on this, actually, because I'm actually super good. Okay, I, I'm not finding anything for accountant on uh, for Brooklyn Nine, but there is an okay. episode called The Audit.
1: Oh, see? <laughs> right? So... It's close enough.
0: <laughs> In season four, season four, episode 13, The Audit. So, like, that's... that's and that show's close.
1: still running. There is time.
0: Yeah, e- exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think he's, like, the the best accountant of the accountants
0: mm. mm-hmm.
1: and i i particularly like in addition to his like constantly trying to hire ben i really like the episode earlier in the series when leslie has everyone to the her house who has like a class because mm-hmm. she's hosting a fancy dinner party and she wants to use them as like free labor or free entertainment. Mm -hmm. And he shows up and he's like, I'm going to teach you how to do your taxes. And everyone is like, no. (laughs) And he's so eager.
0: He's so eager and so excited about such a dull, tedious thing. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh my God. He is like everybody's dad who has some hobby that no one cares about. And he's like, let me, (laughs) let me talk about my whittling. And it's like, Oh my God, no one cares. Nobody cares
1: but it makes him so happy.
0: It makes him so happy. And like he's one of the f- he's like one of the few that kind of has like a little bit of like an actual like through line of a story throughout. So I mean, it, I wouldn't call it an arc. That would be that'd be pushing it, but Sure. But you know, he comes back over and over again. I mean, and basically his thing is like tried to hire Ben, Ben left. Love. But I love how much he loves Ben. Like I love I how know. Ben, ben is like the person he wants to be when he grows up.
1: I always picture him every time like calling his wife or someone and being like, Ben's going to work here. And then maybe, like, Ben decided not to work here.
0: Oh, I also love, like shout out to Ted. I love that we never see Ted. Yes. Literally never see Ted. It's just always like Ted, come <laughs> here with Ben said about D- Cones of Dunshire or whatever. Like, oh.
1: <laughs> Ted doesn't care.
0: <laughs> Ted doesn't care. Ted's Ted's probably eating a paunch burger in the next room, He isn't he? Ay, yeah, yeah. Um, we haven't talked about uh, Shauna Malway Tweep.
1: No, I have mixed feelings about her.
0: Oh, tell me.
1: I just think she's a little vanilla.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I I I can't disagree
1: i think she's kind of supposed to be but
0: I, that's it I, I i yeah i think so i think it's i think it's on purpose but i mean for sure for sure she's 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 whatever but she's she's there from the beginning she's she there
1: really f- is she's
0: there from from the pit like from the very start mm-hmm.
1: um she's a bit more competent in her job than joan calamezzo in terms of journalism
0: definitely Definitely. Yeah. She's she seems to be like an actual like she's an actual journalist. She's 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 got herself together more than Joan. But I, I I love that she ends up with I mean she she ends up sort of being part of the friend group because she's like she goes to Galantine's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean she ends up she dates Chris for a little while.
1: Yeah. She she hangs out.
0: Yeah, I feel
1: I feel like they don't totally embrace her as part of the group but she's like allowed to come to some of the parties
0: <laughs> right right and and i i was i was like kind of surprised when i saw her in galentine's day because it seemed like they weren't like friends friends but I, yeah I mean,
1: like what did she do to deserve that right i would have liked maybe a little more backstory
0: i would have liked i would have liked that i would have liked like a more like shauna centric episode hmm <clears throat> or or you know it was like a b-plot that that followed her a bit more maybe you know, like a good opportunity to do that would have been maybe while she was dating chris but, yeah but yeah i agree i think that would have been that would have been good a little more for her but then she ends up uh marrying bobby newport and they go off uh, into the sunset and happily ever after
1: <laughs> right good for shauna
0: good for shauna way to go <laughs> shauna
1: another person who's a little controversial who i tend to like speaking of vanilla is Mark Brandanowitz?
0: Brandana quits?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, you know I, I I feel like he's kind of vanilla so tell me tell me sell me on Mark Brandanowitz.
1: He is vanilla, but I think he was done with such pre- precision and purpose.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: And it may not have been uh, he had a different role, I guess I'll say in the beginning right? And I think as the show evolved and found out what it was, he was the stark example of what it wasn't, which actually helped us to kind of learn more about all the other characters in comparison. And I don't think they needed to keep him longer than they did. I feel like that was a healthy way to phase out someone. But I think he did more work than people give him credit for. And they just nailed it with the very average white man, appearance and personality
0: totally and and they acknowledged it too right yeah like because even when when he was dating Anne, all of her you know confessionals about about their relationship are like it's fine he's a he's a fine boyfriend <laughs> he it's, has
1: a bank account
0: like like basically like he's not andy so it's good you know like yeah <laughs> he's got his life together somewhat um, I love when they
1: have the Halloween party At Anne's house And I think it's April's boyfriend Comes up and he's wearing Like a buttoned up shirt with the sleeves Like three quarters of the way rolled up And she's like oh you didn't come In a costume and he goes I'm dressed like the average white man Or something like that and then they Pan over and he looks just like Mark <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just you're right okay you're right they were very intentional about him i i will i will uh definitely agree with that <laughs> maybe maybe i gave maybe i give mark uh the uh the short end of the stick there
1: i mean i get what people don't like about him i don't think he needed to have a romantic relationship with leslie i don't need like that whole thing didn't need to happen but it's all right it got us to where we are now
0: that's true that's true um, but yeah, I, I guess, you know, in those early seasons, he definitely served a purpose and, and you make a good point about showing what the show was not because in the early, early days of the show, I feel like, like especially at the very beginning when they talked about how, you know, Leslie, Leslie would talk about him as like the, like, uh, it was almost like a Michael Scott esque, uh, idea about she almost talked about mark the way that michael talks about jan
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it it was it was a very similar dynamic there where it's like oh yeah you know we're lovers or we were lovers or whatever right and and um it, it's almost meant to illustrate a, a certain level of delusion on mm-hmm. her part and and they definitely moved away from that and i'm really really glad they
1: did yes because
0: yes. leslie became a better character for it i agree all right um i want to, i want to i want to i want to hate watch uh uh one character Ooh. that I, I think we need to we need to address and that is john ralphio yes john ralphio saperstein
1: oh
0: oh my god i hate john ralphio i, f- I mean like i like ben schwartz but oh my God, John ralphio is just so insufferable. He's obnoxious. He's the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do have to out my co-host who wrote in my spreadsheet for this episode. Maybe my all-time fave, but I've heard it's an unpopular opinion.
0: C, <laughs> come on! Seriously, she loves
1: she loves John Ralphio that much. I had her go in here and I was like, tell me who you think I need to mention. Just because, you know, I I need another opinion. Sure. And she selected like only 50% of my list. And I was like, this is a friendship moment I wasn't ready for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, But John mm.
1: Ralphiel is the worst.
0: He's the worst. Oh, my God. He is so... He's he's a bad friend to Tom. Like repeatedly, mm-hmm. gives him terrible advice. Uh, he he gets him he gets Tom stuck with with his sister. Who are, are we are we going to talk about Mona Lisa or is that going to be one that we're going to talk we, about?
1: We can lump her into this.
0: All right. So because like there, w- Mona Lisa is is her own character, but I mean, let's be honest. When she's at least when she's first introduced, she's just female John Ralphio. Like yeah. when that's that's basically the the joke and it's and i which i don't think is fair because i think jenny slate is capable of so much more and deserving of so much more but like that's the way the character was kind of written yeah it's um, true. so uh, but i i will say i will say about john ralphio the entertainment 720 storyline <laughs> that's funny it
1: was very funny
0: that's funny
1: it was perfect for him
0: it really was it really was and it's 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 like one of the few things where like where he really shines um uh, because like when he and tom are like business partners, partners now now granted like it it's it's terrible and like they shouldn't have been in business and and it was you know giant mistake but it's similar to treat yourself it's got a similar okay. a similar feel to it uh of them just like throwing money away on like all this <laughs> like, literal golden toilets and it's like all this stuff that doesn't make sense.
1: Right. I liked him more in the very beginning. Like, he was better then and I think he was used better, maybe. Like, making him interact with Ron was always good.
0: Oh, man, was that great.
1: And him coming in and being like, I'm gonna be your assistant. And that whole, like, pitch that he made, like, that was a good scene. But I think they just ended up overusing him and making him too prominent because they knew people liked him Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: that made it like really grating over time
0: yeah yeah it's true it's true he he, yes he definitely with more time he he became sort of more annoying i love that donna is the only person that immediately immediately like susses out who he is and is just Mm -hmm. like nope nope i'm not investing in your in your bar nope (laughs) i don't like him she's smart She's smart. I love mm-hmm. that about Donna. It's great. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, you know who's smart? Uh Ken Hotate.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: I really like him. And I think they use him well because he they well they prop him up in the world of Parks and Rec as a like this is our What's the word for it? He's like the representative of the people that they wronged. Yes. All all those years ago. Yes. And they treat him like a figurehead and they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, whatever you say. And he milks it.
0: He does. And and which is so hilarious how he's 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 very okay with like taking advantage.
1: Right. He knows. He's like, I remember that battle on the wall, too.
0: Oh, my God. It's amazing. You're right. They do use him very very well. And and one of the best one of the best things. I mean like when he's like there's only like two things I know about white people. One of them is that they're afraid of curses. Like <laughs> Right. Oh. Uh, it's fantastic. And then his his fake ceremony to like lift the curse from mm-hmm. the from the harvest festival at the end is just it's just amazing. It's just incredible incredible writing. And then he shows up at the Johnny Karate show. Um it's just it's so great. You're right. He's he is like I you know, I mm, I have not given this enough thought, but as I'm thinking it through, you are one thousand percent right, Ken Hotate belongs on this list.
1: He's great. He always makes me happy when I see him appear. Like, ooh, something's gonna go down.
0: Yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Um I, I I wanna I well, I feel like we gotta talk about the Tammies.
1: Yes. Do you need to rank the Tammies?
0: Uh, I don't know if that can be done. <laughs> well, I mean Tammy two. Tammy know. two. I mean Tammy two wins, right? Like, <laughs> uh, yes, that can be done. The, yeah. the, Tammy two is is the winner, uh, because Megan Mullally always wins. What a great way! What a great, great way to bring Me- Megan Mullally into the show, right? Like to have yes. Oh, uh, to have her and and Nick Offerman get to to play off of each other in oh in a way that is uh, like. In a scary way, probably not that different than their actual life. Mm-hmm. In in a hilarious scary way. Um,
1: I also think they're what is it, Esher and Sads that they're doing right now are a little, mm. a little too close to home.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little too real. Have like, you read oh. any of their books or seen any of their, their stage shows or anything? No. Oh man, it, it the the are great because they they do them and it's just. I oh, I not have to do that. They're filthy, but they're they're hilarious. Um, and I, I hear the, the stage show is, is, uh, similar, uh, cause they, they tour like every year and they're like, they're in all the major cities, like almost every year. Oh, it's, it's, uh, I haven't seen them, but I would, I, I, I think I would like to, but then at the same time, I feel like I'd be scandalized. Um,
1: <laughs> my favorite thing about Tammy too, is that the whole thing with the library.
0: Yes. What a great device.
1: It's excellent
0: the idea of this like sort of like repressed librarian character who is just so just such a freak
1: mm-hmm. and has
0: this hold over Ron.
1: And just like having beef with the most peaceful part of I the know. government.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. Like how can you hate the parks department that much?
1: I mean, I personally had a beef with our library in my town. mm-hmm <laughs> for a few years now and it was a really good resource for me to be able to pull lines from parks and rec and be like oh the library
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man you know we haven't i haven't referenced this yet but you are you are like in many ways to me among my friends you are like my real life leslie (laughs) nope you're the most leslie Nope person that i think i know it's it's really something else um yeah thanks that's a that, compliment. I mean that. I mean that as the highest compliment possible. <laughs> uh but Tammy One is also I mean, I, I love that I love that Tammy Two's like thing is that she'll use like library late fees against you. Mm-hmm. But then Tammy One is an IRS agent, so like she can actually lock you up.
1: Right? I also like I mean Tammy Swanson. She was only in like one episode, right? But she's she's a legend.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Her green alcohol?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have a small one to call
0: out. What's what's a small one?
1: Similar to Ken Hotate that I just really enjoy seeing them, the animal control guys.
0: <gasps> okay, yes, I, they were on my list too. Yes, they're great. Oh my god, are they great? Yeah, Harris. I mean Harris is Harris Whittles. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, I, I, I love. Yeah, I mean with like the the um possum episode. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: I recently watched April and Andy's wedding, and they have the the pigeons or the doves oh, or whatever yeah. they are, and they're all dead. They're oh. just so incompetent.
0: They're so they're so incompetent. They're so <laughs> funny, and I didn't realize. So, do you watch Superstore? I do. So I only just realized that the other mm-hmm. the other uh, uh, guy a guy who's Har- who's not Harris, whose name is escaping me right now, um, but he's from Superstore. Yeah. Just caught up on Superstore recently, and and then was watching a few episodes of Park and Rec, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's Garrett! Garrett's there! What, what? <laughs> right? Oh my god! It's it's Harris and Garrett. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, they're they're great. Uh, they're so bad at their jobs, uh, and and that's what makes them so endearing and delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never found Fairway Frank, but um, <laughs> but that's okay.
1: That's alright
0: can we talk about the entire Gergich family yeah <laughs> the entire Gergich family <laughs> is just oh my god everything like from from uh just the the whole the whole i mean the whole thing like the whole premise um is is incredible and is hilarious and i love everything about the premise that like here he's this like
1: He's like kind of schlubby, kind hearted, but a little (sighs) schlubby. That's the word. Not the smartest guy.
0: (laughs) Not the quickest guy. Not the best looking guy. But then like, you know, Gail is Christy Brinkley. So. Right. (laughs) So there you go.
1: (laughs) It's so good.
0: Eggs, bacon and toast. (laughs) Eggs, bacon and toast.
1: (laughs) I just love that he puts up with so much crap every day and he doesn't care and they always wonder why he just puts up with it. And he's like, Because everything else in his life is so great.
0: i like, yeah. Especially the vacations to Muncie.
1: Right. <laughs> it's beautiful there.
0: It is. It is. Oh my god. Every time. Uh and then Millicent and, and her dating Chris and mm-hmm. everything. I just watched that episode the other day where uh where Melissa and Chris went on their first date. Oh my god, how great. So great. Every I mean that whole that whole family is just the, the whole premise is great. And then that time when oh, but he goes he goes to the doctor for some reason, and the doctor makes a comment about his anatomy being the biggest he's ever seen, and just like, oh, <laughs> yep. oh my god.
1: Yep. Mm, mm.
0: I love it. I love the whole the whole Gergish clan, everything about them.
1: It really lasted for a while too like they got to use that reveal over and over again on new people
0: yes yes and it was at every time right every time the mm-hmm. the reactions were golden they were oh all right i think we got time for for one more here so wh- wh- which one should we go out on
1: well i'm gonna suggest will sebastian
0: oh uh, I, <laughs> I don't i don't i don't get it no totally oh yes Lil sebastian He's. Sebastian. I mean, what can you say? You know, he's he's five thousand candles in the wind. That's...
1: <laughs> he truly is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, uh, a little Sebastian! Like from from the beginning of of little Sebastian's story. I mean, I guess he he only makes like what three appearances, something like that.
1: Yeah, because then they have little Sebastian impersonators, like right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know impersonators for your your little your small town's favorite horse
1: (laughs) it's so good
0: it's so great and and like he he a little sebastian at the harvest festival and then Mm -hmm. like at the opening of the snake hole lounge (laughs) uh, What
1: what a mascot to have
0: what a mascot and you know Thank God that they found him from the top of that Ferris wheel in the corn maze, <laughs> because I know. Otherwise, who knows what would have happened? You know, it would have been tragic, tragic day.
1: <laughs> I have a T-shirt that says "I met Little Sebastian" at really? the Harvest Festival. Of course, I do. Uh, see, this
0: is why. This is what I'm saying. You are <laughs> you are my lesson open. <laughs> um, that is fantastic. Yeah, and I just uh the the whole thing with Ben not getting Little Sebastian. mm Hmm. Is one of my favorite bits. Like it makes me laugh every single time I watch the Harvest Festival episode, and and then at the end, he's like, "You know what? I do get it. Sebastian <laughs> is the best." And he he's like, "I best. don't get it. I do not get it."
1: <laughs> that is also one of the hardest gifts to find when you need it.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So if any gift makers are out there in your listenership
0: (laughs) yeah please hit us up because i i want that in my collection too yeah yeah oh and then and then like the whole like leslie writes the whole obituary and Mm -hmm. and then there's the the hologram the (laughs) The hologram
1: was perfect
0: the hologram was incredible i mean come (laughs) on come on a hologram (laughs) of of a horse and
1: that was like the peak of entertainment 720 that video
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And that video was just a masterclass.
0: Yeah, seriously, it was. My God. oh, Tom Everything.
1: Haverford's like fake British accent that he puts onto that video <laughs> is one of my favorite things.
0: It's one of the best things. Honestly, it's one of the best.
1: <laughs> Who <things>. are we? <laughs>
0: oh, man. All right. Um. Uh, why don't we? Can we get give like honorable mentions to anyone on your list that we we didn't get to talk through?
1: Sure. Do you have any you want to start with? Since I threw out a little Sebastian there.
0: Uh, sure. I love Lucy. Oh, that was funny. I love Lucy. No, but um, <laughs> I ha- I have like such a crush on Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think she's she's like so cool, like way way cooler than Tom deserves, and yeah.
1: um, I don't think she could have stuck around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I wish I wish she could have, but I agree that it wouldn't have wouldn't have worked. Mm. I am. I'm a I'm a big Lucy fan.
1: I like her. She's great. I know. I've got Greg Pakitis on my list.
0: Pakitis.
1: (laughs) Pakitis.
0: What a great episode, too. Uh, Yeah. Pakitis is Pakitis is something else. He's for and he's just a one time (laughs) appearance, right? Or does he appear again?
1: I don't know. I feel like he's at least referenced again.
0: Yeah, I think he is, but I, I think he might just—he might only just be there the one yeah, time. Yeah,
1: I think you're right.
0: But I just uh-oh. love
1: that her nemesis is a little—I know—gross teen.
0: Like yeah, like a thirteen-year-old like ugh, gross kid.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels right.
0: It does. It's very fitting. Um, Oren deserves a mention, right? He does. Like, yeah. I also have Marsha and Marshall Langman. Oh, yes. Marshall Langman. Oh, my God. Yeah. This whole podcast would be banned under her standards. Like, <laughs> everything true. About it. I made I made a passing a passing reference to um, to uh, Jerry's uh, anatomy before. So this mm-hmm. this whole podcast is it's garbage. It's got to go. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I mean, Jam, right. Councilman yep. Jam. Gotta yep. give a shout out to him.
1: He was someone who was like uh, John Ralphio by the end of it.
0: I agree. It's like, I'm
1: done with you, but he's great when they use him well.
0: Yes. Yes. When when used properly, he is he can be great.
1: Hmm. I also really like Jennifer Barkley.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't think about her often. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, she didn't. I feel like she got trapped into the curse of being in the later seasons.
0: Yeah. But I mean, Catherine Hahn, you know, like
1: you can't go wrong when you have her.
0: I know. She was a great uh, addition to towards the end of the show, actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that that she's she's used very well. She is such a talent, too. Like, oh, my God. I, oh, yeah. I think she's great.
1: I feel like there was someone who you wanted to mention that we haven't talked about yet. Do you remember?
0: <laughs> I don't remember. I remember talking about John Ralphio. This
1: other Ron
0: oh of course yeah oh man i love the whole
1: like the conceit
0: yeah yeah but the the contrast i guess uh, between between the two of them uh and the whole so so ron uh of course played by sam elliott uh, who is just the complete mirror opposite like the hippie barefoot <laughs> you know vegetarian whole the whole thing and that how it that how that cr- makes Ron Swanson's skin crawl, oh mm-hmm. my God, so great, so so great and he's he's the parks director in Eagleton, right? yeah, which is weird for Eagleton,
1: yeah, it's not right
0: it doesn't fit with the whole Eagleton thing.
1: That's a good point.
0: But it's so fun. I mean, like, they are just complete, complete mirror images. And I, I do love that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs>
1: of course. Uh, DJ Roomba? Probably
0: DJ should have. Shout out. You know what? Yes, that is a character. I will. Yes, DJ Roomba. Um I have been very tempted to like I have a Roomba and I have like a Bluetooth speaker and I'm just very tempted to just like send him around and call him DJ Roomba.
1: I haven't done that, but I did name my Roomba DJ Roomba. Mm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So I'm like halfway there.
0: Alright, I like that. That's good. That's good work. <laughs>
1: uh Carl the Park Ranger.
0: Carl.
1: He's pretty great. He's pretty doofy.
0: He is. <laughs> oh, good old Carl. Yeah. Oh man, we could just go on and on. Any any like final, final ones that we have to mention before we go?
1: I think we've really hit everyone on my list.
0: Yeah. I, I think so for me too. Like there's there's just we could go on and on, but like I'm so I'm so glad we did this. This was so much fun. It was um, fun. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for hopping on the show here. Cause this was this was a lot of fun. And 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 you're you are like the best person to talk about parks and rec with. So I'm I'm <laughs> so so glad. Uh, that you were able to do this. So thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: Tell people on the internet where they can find you.
1: So you can find my podcast, Hate Watch With Us, uh, at Hate Watch With Us on Twitter or at hatewatchwithus.com or wherever you can find this podcast and other podcasts. Uh, that is with my co-host Kirsty, and we talk about hate-watching things, but also things that we really like. So a little misleading. There's good stuff there. You can There's... if you if you've been hating Game of Thrones, we also have a separate podcast for that.
0: <laughs> Which, is Which is also delightful.
1: It is called Our Watch Has Ended. Also available at all those places. So we've wrapped up the last two seasons there, if that is up your alley.
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty great, people. I <laughs> I have to highly recommend I mean, I, I'm just I'm so glad I'm so thrilled that uh, that you guys joined our network and it's been uh, just a delight listening to each each uh, new episode. And uh, yeah, our watch has ended is one of the funniest ideas that um, I've like ever encountered. <laughs> just, like <laughs> Let's make an entire podcast about how much we hate this TV show. Um, I just. I, that just kills me so uh and and it's it's i feel like it's great even if you like game of thrones like i feel like if you have a good sense of humor about it it's it's great
1: yeah i think that's fair
0: so I, i'm gonna say check it out whether whether you like game of thrones or not but <laughs> but definitely check out Hate watch with us no matter what you like i mean the the i i want your like some of your specialties are like obviously the rom-com education stuff right mm-hmm. is like a staple of your show the make Kirsty watch a star Wars series i felt very personally invested in
1: mm-hmm. that, that was just for you frank <laughs> that, was,
0: that that made me very very happy that was great it was great content all around um
1: lately we've yeah, been really into hallmark specials of all kinds i guess not just christmas yep we've, we've been really on the hugh grant beat so yes. we've got stuff there
0: that's been good the hugh grant stuff has been really good <laughs> I've uh, I've very much been enjoying that. The music and lyrics one was good, especially mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's solid. You guys put on a great show, and I'm uh, uh, I eagerly listen to every episode, and I encourage everyone else to do the same.
1: Thanks, Frank.
0: I feel like it's we're uh, uh, these two shows are sort of cut from this from a similar cloth. Watching, they watch and are um, Beer with geeks, so. Uh, but you can find Beer with Geeks uh, over at, also at thoughtbubbleaudio.com where you can also find Hate Watch with us. Uh, but you can find us at BeerWithGeeks.com, dot at BeerwithGeeks on Twitter. Uh, send us your emails at BeerwithGeeks at gmail dot com, uh, and uh, of course find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Cast Show, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Tune in anywhere podcasts are found. You'll find this show. Leave us uh, your iTunes reviews. Uh, those always mean a whole lot to us. And of course, uh, don't forget to. Throw us a buck or two over at patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio and keep the lights on uh, so that we can keep bringing you uh, more shows that we love to do. But uh, Kelsey, thank you for talking uh, Parks and Rec with me. It's always a blast. Uh, But until next time, cheers. cheers.